That's the theme song for Why the Last Man is just Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> Such a good song, bro. Such a good song. It was until I had to play it for a lot of football games in high school. Like I started to hate it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Splash Podcast. I'm Cliff, and joining me, as usual, is Zeke the Geek. And finally, we're continuing our Why the Last Man book series review. We're uh, doing book three today. And yeah, let's let's just get right into it. Uh, before well, before that, check out all our videos. Um, they're available audio versions, uh, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, Anchor, wherever you can get them. Also, there's video versions. So if you're not uh, watching the video version, please go back and watch that video so we can get the clicks and all that stuff. Blah 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 blah. blah. But yeah, let's just get right into it. Why the Last Man? If you've seen videos one and two, you already know what we're talking about. If you haven't seen those videos, go back and watch them before you watch this because we will be spoiling this entire book series. So, just so you know, there will be spoilers. So, yeah. So, if you're watching the show, don't watch Unless the videos. you want to be spoiled. Now, we're talking about the books. Sorry. Timing isn't magical and perfect, but books are great. And there's a show coming. So, it's going to be in the psyche. So we're going to talk about it. Exactly. So let's just get right into it. Book three. Uh, I, I guess it's been like a month since we both read it, but it's it's pretty uh, general information we'll be able to remember. Uh, let's start with right off the, let's start off with like just how this book kicks off. York meets Beth number two. Yup. At the church. Like we just start off right with that after this big thing ending with um book two where we're dealing with the uh, the sons of Arizona, you know, three fifty just saved Doctor Man. Now they're all they're back on their journey heading to the uh, more heading towards the end of the West Coast. They can get on a boat to go to Japan. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Now, well, actually, at this point, they're trying to get to um, San Francisco because that's where Doctor Man's um, laboratory is, a research laboratory is. So. That's their main destination for right now. Yeah, he meets Beth number two. Probably the most, arguably the most influential woman he meets in this story. I would say. Especially, you know, because they have a very intimate evening together in the church house. <laughs> you know, coming together. I mean, she was cool. I've always enjoyed her character very much. I liked her quite a bit. She was very cool, down to earth. And, like, not for nothing, her and York would have been great together, honestly. Yeah. I agree. Um, the one thing I do really appreciate about their, like, uh, moment together is, like, this, I think this is the first time, like, York actually feels comfortable to share with with anyone. Well, he's been through so much by this point that, like, mm. one, he's been beaten down, but two, he's also gotten better at just being able to trust. You know, it's been so many times, like, when people, like, help him up, help him out and back him up, like, they usually mm. end up getting hurt. Like, most protagonists in a lot of stories, you know, watch any anime, they're always losing somebody. Read any superhero right. comic book, they're always losing somebody, you know. So... Exactly, I agree. But yeah, like this is like the first true moment where he's like, because like he's been with three fifty five and Doctor Man along this journey. Like he's talked to them, you know. He's they, you know, they have their, you know, their banter. But this is the first time where he's like actually 
just having a nice conversation and getting to know someone, you know. It's, it's like a nice little date, I would say, even though they're not, like, actually going out on, like, what our traditional date is. But this is just a moment where they're both really, like, I can't believe it. It's, they both shared a lovely evening, and then they separate, and that's it. There's nothing more to it. They have a good time, etc. But my yeah. favorite thing about this is when um, three of the Amazons show up. Yeah. Such no, a exactly good moment. Going with that. Such a good moment. Exactly. And then that's when uh, Beth kind of has her like moment to really shine against them because they come in and they want to burn down the church because, you know, it's a symbol of the of the patriarchy, of the male patriarchy, blah, 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 blah. And if at this point, for those of you who read the story, you know where they're at. Like, they're trying to demolish every symbol of men that exist. And Beth just hits them with this whole, what did she call it? It was a, the Magdalene Asylums, where it was like a, uh, it was a, what she calls spiritual sanctuaries for sinful women. You know, like a a place where like, so if you was a thought, basically, (laughs) you could go here and kind of, I guess, redeem yourself or, you know, pay for your sins. Right. But it turned out that they were actually mistreating the women in a like really bad manner etc etc and 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 like she proved the point that like oh it's not like men aren't bad it's just people are shitty essentially at least that's how like she says it you know and like that was and just seeing how that moment happens after reading two books prior to where where york has just been getting oh men are bad men are this blah 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 etc etc we need to keep them dead because for whatever reason. Like, it was really impressive. Like, what did you think of that moment? Uh, I think... Pull up that moment, actually. Which moment again? Sorry. It's page 40. Well, 48. It's basically, this is right, yeah, this is right when the um, Amazon's there about to yeah. burn the church and all that. Yeah. And they are and the talking to them like, "Why are you still? Why are you living in this symbol of the patriarchy? Why are you letting this still, this uh, monument stand? Like, either join us and destroy it, or be destroyed with it, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Um, I think it has a lot to do with like how much power people put into physical things and symbols, mm-hmm. where it's like religion isn't just based off of the building you practice it in. It's about your everyday life, about what you do, how you handle yourself, how you hold yourself. Um, and I like it because, like, she, uh, best number two has that reaction of, like, like, are you serious? Like, are we really doing this? It's a building with power. Like, why wouldn't I want to be here? <laughs> like, type right. of attitude about the whole thing, where it's like, you guys it's are idiots. And, like, being idiotic and just being brainwashed to believe whatever you want to believe. Um, they're like it's almost like they're essentially being barbarians and not thinking about no, this is an actual resource we can use. This yeah. is like you know. So I I totally agree with you. So, you know, I like I like the scene. I like the scene that precedes it, where you're you know is a uh, saving a day by. Um, levitating, <laughs> levitating, and um, being the voice of God, and mm. it's fantastic. Um, I can't wait to see that in the show. 
it's going to be very fascinating to watch. The show is going to be so interesting. Mm-hmm. For people who don't read this book, like that show is going to be, depending on how much they stay true to this book, it's going to be very interesting. Just sure. with everything going on in the world, like, you know, they touch on a lot of stuff that's still prevalent today. A lot of stuff that we've also addressed head on today. Mm-hmm. Not everything, obviously, but. Like a good chunk. Yeah. And not everything in, like, such the most poetic or, like, meaningful ways either. Like, you know, still a book, still has only a certain amount of pages and all that. So, you know, some things get condensed, some things get more expanded upon. So, but yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, we're just going to breeze through this and move on to the next part. So, mm-hmm. right after that. Which is in Australia. No, we finally catch back up. With, now we go back to Australia. No, we go to San Francisco. Oh, right, Beth. Sorry, I was skipping that part because I because it didn't really have any like meaning in this moment. No, but like this is the first time this woman comes back. You know, right? Like this is her first time being back full bore in the book. So I think it's important to keep talking about to talk about Beth one and Mm -hmm. make sure that's all important and known and yada. Like yeah, it's short. Don't get me wrong. It's basically the last scene to episode one of this season, pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, it's it's very quick, you know, it just shows like she's alive, so you're kind of something to be hopeful for. You know, yeah. and she's in the outback doing whatever and she finds some ancient like stone and then does she get kidnapped right at the end of that? I think so. Or she get tied up or something like that. So are we skipping they, the flashbacks too? No, no, no. I was going to get to that. Because okay. I have it all in bullet points for you. But yeah, okay. Beth is there. I'm just fighting. flipping through the book, so I'm trying to catch up to where you are, actually. Mm. Well, so well where are the part you? I was going, I was going to um, where the group is in San Francisco, because I was going to save... Um, okay. like, when we get to I got that you. whole I got thing you. with San Francisco, Alter World is coming to play anyway. With the girls, girls, girls? Uh, the, the brothel? No, that, yes, but also just, like, everything else she's been dealing with, like, throughout that whole... And Toyota. Yeah, and then... Coming... Because a lot of stuff happens in between everything that you just get. Yeah. Like, we get going to a lot of Yurik and Hero's backstory and all that. Mm -hmm. But I'll follow your lead, brother. I'll follow your lead. Let's do it. So, yeah, so, basically, after all that happens, we jump to the group there in San Francisco... Yurik's at like a basketball game. He's been, he's the mascot. Blah 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 blah. Having a good old time, you know. Him and uh, three fifty leave the basketball game, and they're being followed by the same people who shot Seven Eleven. You know, and that whole thing happens. They go back to the research lab where Doctor Man is located, and actually, you know, Yurik passes out. And now at this point, if this is the first time you're reading this book, like I'm sure, like you had, you're trying to figure out, like, oh, what's happening here. Like, Yurik is about to die, or he's sick, and, like, is the story about to end halfway through? Like, he's the main character. You can't just kill him all. Blah, 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 blah. And we get all his stuff, but the real reason I wanted to bring this up is because this focuses heavily on Alter and 350. Because we learned that the people who are tailing Yurik and 350 are part of the Satalkit ring. The Satalkit ring? Satalkit. Yeah. And the I, that's how I've always read it. So I had to look it up to make sure I pronounced it correctly. Wrong. 
So what's, what what is it phonetically? Uh, like the like T A H or T A U H something like that, and then K E T. Like it's it's just how it's spelled, but it's like S A H T A U something like that. Like so it's like Satalkit. There's probably I'm probably not like putting the emphasis on the correct syllables or the correct uh, use of the vowels probably. Yeah. But someone will correct me in another video. Whoever makes it. But yeah, they're being tailed by the leader, and her name is Anna, who's just this redhead who just wants that medallion that 350 still surprisingly has the the um, the medallion of um, Helene or something like that, whatever thing she took at the beginning of the book. That's like potentially one of the um, causes for all the men disappearing or dying. And this supposedly. is really interesting. Yeah, supposedly. And this is a really interesting thing because while that's happening, Yurik's sick. So, Rufidi and Doctor Man, uh, they uh, they try and figure out, okay, what are we going to do here? Rufidi, you go deal with these people. I'm gonna try and figure out why Yurik is sick. And then we have Alter also dealing with her stuff. She's trying to find Yurik now because she's turned a new leaf, but she's still dealing with some trauma of in, uh, in regards to being a part of the Amazons. You know, and this all converges onto a baseball field. One final confrontation between Anna, 350, and Alter, and it's beautiful. I love it. I, I think it's very funny, and I think it's also, like, it's really, like, really, really interesting and almost just... Because, like, like I said, it's funny, but it's also just, like, it's very serious, you know? And... yeah. And I think it brings like to light like all of these people all three of them have like a lot of misinformation. <laughs> so they're just going on what they think or what they've heard. So their reactions yeah. to each other is just really, really interesting. And I love and, and I guess the uh the question I wanted to bring up to you is one, what did you just think of all of that that's happening in this moment from three fifty and the Anna situation to Alter and then like Eric and even Dr. Mann's um, thing that's going on while you're just, like bedridden, you know, because Alter goes through a lot of stuff through this, you know, she's having a mental breakdown, you know, like. All right, um, before the <laughs> before the folks at home get on your case, Hero, not Alter. Oh, Alter yeah. is uh, that's uh, 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 yeah, that's the villain that comes back. <laughs> I forget which country she's from. It's some. It's one of the countries that started. Um, not Saudi. What is it? No, it's not Saudi Arabia. It's uh ah oh, it's is uh I think it's Israel. Israel, yeah. Um, which woo, we we'll get an altar in that show, right now. Cause she comes back at the end of the book. Yes. Um, but yeah, I I I, I enjoy it. I enjoy um the throwdown between Anna and three fifty. Um, mm -hmm. I enjoy, like. Because this is all also connects with all the flashbacks with Hero and just, you know, her trauma, her brother's trauma, the trauma of their family that, like, you know, everyone's kind of been keeping hush-hush about and not really talking about it, but basically both these kids have been traumatized at young ages and no one, just no one's dealt with it, you know, because, and I think that's why to go back to our earlier conversation about Yurik just being a little bit more open, I think after his experience with 7-Eleven, it just sort of broke all that stuff down 
in a way, you know, in a much faster way than he probably was ever expecting it to. Um, but he has been able to process it to a certain point that he's able to move past certain levels with people and just be a little bit more accessible and approachable. Also, you got a gorgeous woman standing in front of you with a dope scar who's like, hey, let's do this. Why not, homie? Why not? Exactly. You know? So, like, why not open up? You never know. Because, one, this would be a last night on this planet. So, at least just have one right, last good conversation. Right afterwards. I was like, you're about so, to die. you know, um, I, I enjoy it because, um, like, this book does a lot of let's get into the psyche of all our characters a lot through this book specifically. Like, every book does, but I feel like this book is, it, like, sort of just takes more of a, hey, we are literally going to get into the minds of these people and mm -hmm. help them get through whatever they got to get through until we get to the ocean and then it becomes... Right, until we get to San Francisco Bay. A completely different story. In a good way, in a good way. Like... I like New it. Arc, basically. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I really enjoyed all that happens in this arc. Um, and we'll, and we'll be getting to Toyota soon. I've, I can't wait for when Toyota is in the show and I get to actually see in live action her versus three fifty because that's gonna be fun. Mm. If the action looks anything like the trailer showed us, that looks like that could be fun. They need to be on the bridge. They need to be right there, nowhere else. <laughs> On the Golden State Bridge. Like, Question is, do they close off the bridge? No, nah, they don't got money for that yet. No, they don't. So hopefully season one goes really well. Because right. season one, I bet money wasn't cheap either. I'm not sitting here saying it's Game of Thrones money, but, you know, it's at least Walking Dead season one or two money. Right. You know what I mean? And if they can close off the highways in Atlanta, they didn't, but if they can replicate that, they can do this with the Golden State. It's also Bridge. cheap to do in Atlanta if you got a few millions lying it. around. I mean, you find the best spot and you just set dress everywhere you're shooting. Because a lot of this does take place outside until we get into specific things. Like, you know, we got to go into space at some point. So we'll mm -hmm. see. We'll see. Exactly. Get some of the special effects people on For All Mankind and let's have some fun. I'm sorry, he's been it. watching For All Mankind on Apple TV Plus. I love this show. I love space, people. And I love For All Mankind. I love The Expanse. I love... I even like that stinking, even though, like, there's a lot of things that weren't, like, accurate when you're in space. And most shows can't, because, sorry, you can't always film in space. You don't have Apollo 13 money. Um, mm -hmm. But, like, that that show on Netflix with um, 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 Million Dollar Baby... Well, I'm gonna forget her name. Karate Kid Four. Oh, Hillary Swank. Hillary, yeah, the Swank. So, <laughs> the Swank. You never heard that phrase, the Swank? No, it's Hillary Swank, man. Get your Oscar, peace the f out, <laughs> and then come back later. Um, but no, Hillary, like I, I like that show because I had to do a space, and I just like space. But for all mankind is like fun space where it's. Most of this is legitimately logical because they got a lot of people from NASA and a lot of people from SpaceX um, as consultants on the show. And they've flat out just changed full story arcs, full like dip, full finales because, you know, they're like, well, you 
couldn't achieve this in space. Like with the information that we have now, like you just can't achieve this. Not in the time frame that the show takes place. Anyway, sorry. Again on tangent. Long story short, for all mankind is amazing. And uh, if Cliff allows me, we'll we'll talk about it one day, and it'll be great. Um, but yeah, back basically, to it's an alternate universe. If what if Russia landed on the moon first? I'm sorry, I just had to get that right. point out. If that if that doesn't interest you, you're not an American. <laughs> If you if you like, uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. Man in the high castle. That's essentially the same premise. No, it's different because that's more just what's going on on the ground. If certain things happen, well, I'm not talking about like on the ground, but like I'm just like another like what if story essentially. Yeah, which I think I'm so happy we're in that era now where we can just be like, yeah, what if this happened instead in history? What would the world be like? I'm waiting for someone to be ballsy to be like, what if the Germans win World War II? Like, get a bunch of historians together and just, like, really piece it together and be like, all right, how does our world look if that actually goes down? Then you may need to watch Man in the High Castle, then. Because that's essentially what it is. I always get, like, five minutes into the first episode, and I'm like... Mm. No, that's fair. And it's and I know I would like it once I get past episode one. It's just in terms of what? Don't worry, you're good. Okay. Um sorry. Again, Zoom is yelling at me for some reason about Zoom is always doing something. But uh anyway. Um Yeah. Back to why the last man. <laughs> Toyota, yeah, I can't wait to see her, especially since we know who sent her as well. That character doesn't come into the book until like book five, but we yeah, what's going on? And just to piggyback off what you said about um Yurik, I wanted to bring it to um Hero because it's like her coping mechanisms has I, I like I like the way he sets this up or how Brian K. Moore sets this up where her coping mechanisms have been around since she was a kid. You know that scene where her and Yurik are in the field and she's talking to um Sister Mary or whatever um biblical statue it was of whatever um mm-hmm. person. And she's like talking to herself. Now, mind you, I talk to myself all the time, every day. But well, see, this is what ha- like she has that not PTSD, but sort of she was brainwashed by someone, and now was mm-hmm. dealing with the after effects of all of that. You know, where she's basically just she has to work through it and get past the demons that got her to the point where she could just cold blood kill a person you know so she's going through basically a more emotional mental um withdrawal withdrawal so and you know she's gonna deal with that for most of this book (laughs) it it was just interesting because it's like okay you set that up and then you show us more um history with like their parents which this is the first time you ever see their father in the whole story. I mean, he makes a small glimpse when they talk to the grandfather and I think in the previous book, but this is the yeah. first time where he actually has a full-on role in the story. Yeah. And he just represents that, you know, that usual um, parent who's just like, okay, I spent all this money for you to do this on this art degree for you to become a writer and you're just going to go off and be uh, a first uh, a first responder paramedic for some guy in Chicago. Like, what is this? Blah, 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 blah. And, like, that whole dinner scene is just, it's heartbreaking. Because it's just, like, it, it just shows that, like, her and also Yurik have just, 
have just been dealing with so much, so many things in their lives, and they never fully got to actually cope, or you well, not cope, but like actually dissect and actually analyze and actually try and do better with it. And so when I see what Hero's going through in this series, I'm just like, I feel so bad for her. Like, it just, it hits. It hits for me. It works for me. And I can't wait to see what they do with her character. Because I truly don't remember if she shows up ever again in the book or in the series. Because I know she's going off somewhere to deliver something to somewhere else. But then she's going back to talk to their mother to let her know that Yurik is alive. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if anything else after that happens with the character, which I'm happy for because that means I have a lot to catch up on again. But yeah, that was just a great moment, really good. And then again, seeing it converge on the in the baseball field and like Anna three fifty and Hero all having their debacle. Three fifty kills Anna. You know, we get that whole thing going, and then. Hero, Hero and Yurik finally see each other for the first time since they were in the small town, the small prison town. And it goes over a lot easier or a lot better than I guess any of us would expect. You know, like clearly like they, Yurik's like, no, get out. I don't want you here. Why is she here? Blah, 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 blah. But eventually he comes around and they're men, they start mending their relationship again. You know, typical sibling stuff only this time he's forgiving her for killing another person essentially that's great and before we move on i just i also i just i hope they keep the one thing from this book where you got sick got sick from a dented can oh he will like i like i i need them to keep every hilarious moment that yurik has and, and i hope they also add more to it but like I need the I need those beats I need those hilarious beats to uh, to happen. But yeah, let's move on to the next arc essentially of this story, which is them on the boat heading to Japan and that whole thing, which takes up a good chunk of the rest of this book. Oh yeah. What did you think of that? Like just in general and like overall. I enjoyed it because it took our characters put them in a different environment put them around a new set of people and just to see because the thing is is like we have watched them get better as a unit together and so getting to this point um and like the the almost relationship that formed with yorick and uh the captain captain kalina yes um i enjoy this part uh I'm not going to act like, you know, this section gave me everything that I've ever wanted. You know, like Dr. Man and 350 finally profess themselves to each other and, you know, yeah, they start to canoodle. Um, mm-hmm. There's a betrayal. There's a spy stuff going on. It's a lot of fun, you know. Um, Submarine missiles, smuggling drugs and cocaine. Also, I want this poster. Nope. Oh, okay. I see it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. I think that'd be a cool poster to have. Um, just because I like that art. It's really fun. Really cool. Even if Dr. Man doesn't look a bit of Asian in it. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
but also like we also get like a little bit of 350s backstory during all of this um and we just get to meet you know more interesting cool characters you know mm-hmm. i think Brian Kavon definitely has a type i, mean, I feel yeah. like in every book i've read of his so far there's always this like really badass like female character who looks cool does cool stuff and i'm like you love that character you love that archetype don't you when it comes to uh captain kalina in my mind i automatically thought of clarissa from the expanse because i just love that actor and like every time Mm. kalina would come up would come up in the book i was just like i am my brain just keeps going to this one actor this one woman because i don't i guess it's because the way she's drawn she looks just like a character in the show so i'm just like my like own personal like tv adaptation we just want her in this but, but yeah i agree this is a very i feel like this could almost be like filler almost except for like the 350 part i, like, I wouldn't say because Man. like it's continuing also looking at the world and seeing how much are our characters willing to compromise because like the things that get brought up in this section of the story you know where we're talking about like are they are they, are they helping out the wrong people are the mm-hmm. people they're fighting fighting against actually the good guys because when you look at it you know they're smuggling heroin you know mm-hmm. killing bunch of people in sydney australia and you know, Australians are pissed about that and don't want that, those drugs getting over there and, like, ruining their civilians' lives. Thanks to the submarine. But also, York feels some type of way because he almost had sex again. And, I mean, like, yeah, they, they, they form a strong, quick bond, but I'm also like, bro, like, if she wants to go down with the ship, what are you gonna like do? Yeah. Like, York almost dies over that... Over that slight hesitation, I'm like, bro, you barely know. You got three good things to do. Like you it ain't just worth it. Almost, right. But it also shows that Yurik is growing in his compassion for people. He doesn't just want to be a straight up monster. He's mm-hmm. trying to care. He's trying to see because also his sister has taught him now that even if people have done things for the wrong reasons and they did it because they believed it was right, they can they still have a chance to make up for you know so I, I i feel like york believes that and uh you know he wants to see the good in the captain and uh and wherever he goes just, stuff know. just goes down you know well when you're the only man still living i'm pretty that's kind of it comes with the territory also the book is about him so yeah everywhere he goes things are gonna hit the fan right if you will and this is also the first character who realized that Yurik was a dude just right out the gate. Like every other character that was introduced to him, they're like, oh, you're a guy? Is, are you real? Blah, 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 blah. She's just like, oh, yeah, I know. I can tell. Like, that's it. You know, like we're, we're at that point in the story where it's like, we can just move past like this being a surprise now. Yeah. Because there's been enough people introduced to Yurik that we can move on. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like, I guess I say it, it felt like filler because it felt like it was just a nice little break. Like, we just had that, we just had, like, a major I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, no, I got you. I, I, I understand what you mean specifically mm. by filler, where it's like, you know, 
this is our this is our travel story where it's like the main plot is over there but we're not there yet so we're just going to do some character development here right. and just let you live with the characters for a little while before we get back to like the meat before of, we actually get to japan yeah before one which you haven't mentioned is that ampersand was taken and that's why we're going to japan oh yeah that's right <clears throat> you can't forget right, the most important them. other character well that's because they also introduce a female uh, capuchin monkey as well into this don't you don't you disrespect ampersand my finger won't show up oh yeah they see him but yeah that's because i also forgot that they introduce a female capuchin with the for the captain as well in this mm -hmm. and whatnot and yeah, we're that's... about to get that switcheroo right but yeah that's that's pretty much all man you know it's like it's a lot of character development but i think i guess when it comes to the actual sub thing i'm just like i can skip most of this because it it's not really necessary for the story it's that whole um it's the traveling acting trope thing again from book two. It was like, here we are, we're taking a break, we're getting more of these people, more of the lives and other situations during this uh, entire situation. And we're just going to do some stuff here. We're going to do some interesting things and move on, you know. It's as you yeah. mentioned, we're not, we're not at the main plot yet, but we're just going to stay right here for a little bit, enjoy ourselves, get some action out of it, some spy stuff. You know, we're, go we're going to actually get 350 and Dr. Man to actually start liking each other or like finally like each other. Yeah. And, it's all and this is another one where the, the, the art gets very different. Mm -hmm. It's always on the filler ones that I'm like the art changes. A lot. Exactly. And it works for a lot of the new characters, but when you have like established characters like 350 looks like a different person just mm -hmm. in general gosh i should turn this thing off no no move it back there you go you're good but like she looks different where is she where's her face yeah i'm sorry yeah the, yeah there like, you go you're good she looks completely different She's more long and not like her normal self right and i mean that's the one thing about this book like through out of it the artwork is never like 100% consistent and not in like a bad where it's like, oh my gosh, they didn't have the money. It just feels like they gave it to a different artist and they just did their own ver interpretation of the characters, but try to stick within the same like idea of how the world is presented throughout the rest of the book. Right. But sometimes I'm like, I don't know if that all tracks every time, mm -hmm. but sure. Do you, do you think? Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that whole thing in... It only happens during these sections. Now, huh? No, I was saying it only happens during these sections where it's like oh, we're not yeah. following the main, like, meat of the story. We're just, like, on a side adventure, and it's all like, okay, everyone looks different. Right. But yeah, this ends with, like, the group now in the submarine with the Australian um, Navy. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. They're doing a thing. They're heading to Japan. And then the book ends on a really interesting Well, there's segment, a whole death section and backstory. And... Yeah, but like this so seems we... like... I mean, that's literally the end of this book is all Beth. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, it ends on like an interesting like thing. Where yeah, because she's, she's about to she's become more keeping... prevalent in the story. Right. Yeah, yeah. 
she was kidnapped and then they did something to her where she starts like dreaming about all these different adventures of her and York and like they sprayed a hallucinogen in her face right and then she wakes up and she's on one of the main roads in Australia and that's how the book ends so this, this I say this is another fun book we get deeper into the characters a lot more action in this uh, we this first time the characters are ever in water so you know we get some submarine stuff going here more your banter and silliness but uh yeah mm -hmm. i enjoyed the book i like it the stories continue to be great it continues to be solid yeah but also like real quick there was an implication that like best father was not too kind to her right i can't Me remember heroes? if that ever gets like no beth like when she when her mother on a uh, page 289 or like her reaction is not one of sadness it's more of a oh yeah yeah, yeah. Different. okay cuz like i i think they were trying to like show the trauma between beth hero and york mm -hmm. um that basically all of our main characters all have trauma essentially in one form right. or another like Dr. Man, 350, like, all of them have had, like, very interesting childhoods that, mm -hmm. you know, they're not always fond of looking back on. Right. So, yeah, you're right. well, just observation. More, uh, just observation. Oh, just want to get that of, point out before. Right. You, you, made, you reminded me. Dr. Man finally figured out a, a theory on as to why you survived the yes. drop. Which is very important, but... Just for the sake of if anyone actually watches this, we're not going to spoil all of the medical stuff. It is so that way. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's great, and it's very York. Um, and it's ampersand related, and that's all I'm saying. But yeah, on that note, I think we can both agree, like, fun book. It continues the story that we've enjoyed for years, et cetera, et cetera. So let us know in the comments for those of you who have read the book. What are we missing? What are some other details you picked up on? What's your favorite moments? What's your favorite character moments? What mm -hmm. you know? What are you looking forward to? And um, how they adapt this specific portion of the story in the show? Let us know down below. Well, people got to go watch it. So please go watch it so we can get to this point of this show and not have it canceled prematurely. That'd be great. Right. That'd be really exactly. great because I know airways are about to get real full with a lot of uh, superhero stuff. And so, like, if it's not cutting it, studios are going to just snip it. Hulu, I, I had Hulu and FX. I have faith in that they'll actually let the show run its course. But support, guys, support this stuff. I just hope people go and watch it because I feel like Hulu isn't really known yeah. for having the best uh, like CBM like or comic book related TV shows. No, I mean they, they have, have runaways. Yeah, but like that had three seasons. Yeah, it's it had a time. It's it's had it time. It's um, what was it? Hail Hellstrom, which I I, I never watch. even watched. But yeah, that that just um, dropped as well. Like they just released. Well, 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 oh my gosh, why am I forgetting the name of the show? The X Men based one. Oh, um, Legion or yeah, Legion. Or really good. One. Really good. I'm talking about Legion. Okay. The best one out of all of these shows. 
Which is Legion. I can't, I can't even think of the other show where like Magneto's the gifted green hair. Yeah, that that my friend is in. But that also like premiered on like Fox or something. So yeah, and then it went to FX for like the last season, and then it was canceled. Right. Which so sucks. hopefully Hulu just has like it just knocks out of the well FX. Well, also remember this is an FX production, so. Right. And this Legion, is FX. Legion, so. I mean, when I see season three of Atlanta, I'll feel a whole lot better. But until then, I reserve judgment. Right. Give it to me. I got two seasons of Dave and not a third season of Atlanta. Get out of here. I think I've had a buddy be like, oh, you should check out Dave. And I'm like, I do not care for uh, what's his face. Um, I forget his actual name. Yeah. Dave, what was his actual Lil Dicky? I don't care I was about, about Lil Dicky. Is it Lil Dicky? Yeah. I mean, honestly, ever since he came out with that song with Chris Brown, I was like, I don't care. I'm over it. Like that's my. Yeah. Like, yeah. Big up, my. That's, I was like, nope, I, I can't take this seriously. Like somebody actually paid for this. To- Listen, not for nothing. Song was funny. It's not something I'm gonna be bumping all the time. Like first time I heard it, yeah. I laughed. I was like, that's cute. That is funny. Mm. But like, if I cared about Lil Dicky, sure. But I didn't care about Lil Dicky, so I was like, your involvement means nothing. Also, this man beat up a woman. I really have no sympathy for Chris Brown. Right. I don't. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so, on that note, like, share, subscribe. <laughs> Splash share podcast, video. y'all. Getting the splash of everything. It's great. Um, Woo! That's, that's Zeke the Geek. Join us next time. Peace.